Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sportcast, and I'm back on the channel for you guys today. It's going to be, you guys know, Promo School Episode 10, um, and we're joined, you guys know, with my dad. He's a regular now, um, and he adds great things. Dad, how are you today? Doing well. Uh, hello, everyone. All right, guys. Now, this is, a, this is an interesting week for wrestling. Now, if it had a lot of highs and it had a lot of lows, but I think the big story coming out of this week is, as everyone knows, um, Scott Hall. Razor Ramon, um, you know, he was a big star in the 90s, actually passed away. Um, he had, I believe he broke his hip last month, it was reported. Um, and he had severe health complications during his surgery. And I believe they said he suffered three heart attacks on Saturday. Um, and Kevin Nash came out to say, I believe he did say, you know, he was on life support and he would be removed from life support. Um, when his family is present. And um, so no one really knew, you know, they, they figured that, you know, he's going to be taking off life sports, going to take a miracle for the bad guy. Um, but we'll see how it plays out. But Dave Meltzer did say around four o'clock on um, the day, uh, the day of Monday night raw, Scott Hall was taken off life support four hours ago. He is still alive at this writing miracles have happened, but this one need to be one of them. And no one really knew, you know, that was around four o'clock, but as soon as raw kicked off, they had the little, you know, the, the, the thing that they do before, obviously paying tribute them in memory. Um, and it was confirmed. They did make a tweet that Scott Hall's unfortunately passed away. And, you know, this, this man, this man was a legend in the industry. You know, he had a great match at WrestleMania 10 with Shawn Michaels. That ladder match is crazy, crazy good to this day. People still look back on it as, you know, one of the greatest ladder matches in history. Um, he was the first guy to jump from WWF to WCW. He was the first guy to sign the contract. And then I believe Kevin Nash, Obviously got that deal done too. And then, yeah, he was the first one to show up. And, you know, the NWO changed things. And, Dad, you know, you've probably seen most, most if not all of his career. I, I've never seen him wrestle live on WWE television or WCW. Obviously, I wasn't born. But, you know, I've seen him obviously make make an appearance here and there. But you've seen his career. And, and what do you take, you know, of these if this unfortunate um, circumstances that he's passed away? Well, you know, first of all, you know, <laughs> hearing Scott Hall, um, that never makes sense to me, but he's always a uh, Razor Ramon to yeah. me. Uh, I, I, I remember, uh, you know, uh, I think from 1992, uh, when he <laughs> came into the WWE, uh, a great character, uh, you know, had that little Superman, you know, the little hair mm -hmm. <laughs> coming down the forehead yeah, yeah. with a toothpick, whatever, and that 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 uh, Spanish accent. Uh, yeah. An amazing character, you know, a great wrestler. Um, you know, played a great character, you know, draw, you know, he drawing a lot of crowd. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's sad. It's really, really sad. Uh, you know, he's gone too soon. Uh, gone way too soon. Yeah. And, you know, now I'm not sure, you know, you never know who was big, you know, back in the day wrestling, a lot of guys taking drugs, a lot of guys abusing alcohol, a lot of guys, you know, obviously taking steroids and a lot of people have passed away really early. Now, I don't know if this was the case with him. I know the broken hip, but, you know, in general, you know, you never know if, if he did take them. And, it, and it's unfortunate. A lot of people, you know, Eddie Guerrero, you know, ultimate warriors, so many legends in the industry and now triple H too. like triple H is in his early fifties and he's probably never going to wrestle again. Um, and he's got really bad health conditions. So like, there's a lot of guys out there that are suffering, you know, uh, from taking these stuff and dad, I know you, you probably know a lot of guys too, like, you know, 
more than the ones that I named that, you know, back in the day in wrestling that probably easily were on steroids. You can tell too, right. There's a difference you can tell. Um, and like, like guys like Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. But what, what do you think, you know, of wrestlers back then taking those kind of drugs and, and those steroids and this performance enhancement? Um, and right now, you know, they're, they're going to feel the effects with, with bad health conditions. You know, that era uh, where there was no, uh, nothing was being pleased as far as, you know, what yeah. you can take or, you know, what you, you can put in your body. Um, you know, the bigger you were, you know, the better you looked out there. Um, you know, when, when you mentioned Hulk Hogan, you know, Hulk Hogan um, really wasn't, you know, like he had huge arms. Yeah. Um, I think it was 22 or 24. Yeah. But, you know, he wasn't, you know, he still had a little bit of belly, you know, he never, you know, that six pack. But then when you look at, uh, you know, Razor Ramon, any of these guys, or even Triple H, a lot of those guys, um, uh, uh, you know, it's not, that's, you know, it's for sure enhanced with something that they were taking. And yeah. there was no policing it, as I said, they were putting really, really, you know, stuff that eventually is going to, catch up to you later on um and, and and stuff like that usually weakens your heart so if you're going to yeah. go into a hip surgery um and they you know they're gonna slow down your heart rate um and 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 you know slow down the bleeding basically what it is is when you get a hip surgery you they want to slow down your you know how much blood is gonna you how much you're gonna bleed mm -hmm. and they slow it down but when your heart is already weak from taking all those whatever uh, drugs that you have taken before just to enhance your body, um, that takes effect. Uh, a normal person should not have uh, three heart attacks, uh, yeah, anything, yeah. unfortunately, you know. And uh, But uh, having said that, you know what, uh, I, you know, he's passed away. I don't want to get into that. Um, he it was a great persona that he played, uh, yeah, entertaining, yeah. and uh, I'm a big fan. And it's a, it's a sad day. It's a, it's honestly sad to see him pass away like this. Yeah, you know he he his character of the whole bad guy. He made the bad guy look cool, and you see like the honestly the you know WWE. I know we always sometimes smack talk on here, but they did an amazing job. Their promo packages for anything is amazing, and they did a great job with his career. Um, you know, from starting in WWE, WWF, going to WCW, and then coming back, obviously. But he did great stuff. You know, he did great stuff in the industry. And it, it's true. He's truly going to be missed. You know, the Click, Hall, Nash, X-Pac, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, they all, they all felt that one posting on their social media. And it's a tough loss for the industry, obviously. He, yeah. He's a legend. Oh, no. Yeah. And I, I, prayers, obviously, we're going to send our prayers to the family, friends, and, and, and the industry. Sure. Yeah, this is the, and I believe he's, he has a son, I believe, and they said a daughter as well. So obviously uh, this is going to be tough for them. And yeah, he, he's a legend in the industry. You know, people, people don't even watch wrestling right now, but they know, obviously, you know, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, um, even pages, you know, pages around social media, like Sportsnet, TSN, our local ones here, music pages even posted about it. I've seen music pages. You know, Toronto social media outlets to post about it. Everyone's post about it because, you know, that's the level that he brought, you know, WWF and that popularity. He brought that to himself. And yeah, he was, he was, he was great for the industry. Um, but if you guys want to, you know, take a look at that WrestleMania 10 match against Shawn Michaels. That was a great ladder match. And yeah, he, he's had a lot of great matches over his career. And he's truly going to be missed, guys. But let's move on to something a little bit positive. Um, Cody Rhodes. Now, Cody Rhodes was best. 
specifically by me, actually, I was telling you, Dad, yesterday uh, on Monday Night Raw that, you know, this is the day. Uh, he's going to come out. This is the day. A lot of rumors where Rollins is the main event. And, you know, it's in Jacksonville. This is, you know, the home of AEW. This would be the perfect thing for Cody Rhodes to just slap AEW in the face and come out and obviously return. But he did not. Um, Rollins, you know, he had a main event match with Kevin Owens. Everyone thought this is it. Owens beats him. Everyone's like, okay, this is it. You know, he has no path to WrestleMania. That's the whole storyline. Kevin Owens leaves and the show goes off the air and everyone's thinking, okay, what just happened? But Dave Meltzer did say, you know, the impression is that Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins is the WrestleMania match. He's coming. That's it. He's coming. He's wrestling at Seth. Roll- He's wrestling Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, unless something changes. And I'm sure watching last night's Mac or last night's raw, nothing um, has changed. And also to conclude the show, Corey Graves said that Rollins WrestleMania hopes had been dashed and that his dream has become a nightmare. Cody Rhodes used, you know, in WWE dashing Cody Rhodes and also post WWE, he had the nickname still to this day, the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Like this is like, come on, like you can't be saying that. And he definitely got the go ahead from Vince or someone in the back, Bruce Pritchard, whoever it is to say this, to conclude the show. Like this is what we left the show with that on the TV as, you know, playing in the background as Seth is looking defeated. Uh, but Dad, what do you think? You know, Cody doesn't show up. Now, what I think they're going to do is maybe he's going to debut his first time come back at WrestleMania for that big pop, that big moment at WrestleMania. You know, they're going to look for that. I think that they're going to hold this off for the next two Raws and then at Smack, or sorry, at the Saturday or Sunday, Seth Rollins comes out and there comes Cody Rhodes, maybe an open challenge or something. But well, what do you think of Cody Rhodes not showing up? And a lot of fans were disappointed, but you know, do you think he's still going to come? And, and yeah, how do you feel about, you know, this whole storyline? Well, you know, now I question whether he's going to come because, you know, look, he was one of the main guys, uh, you know, for AEW to get them going and get them where they are now. Yeah. Where they're, you know, in the same conversation. I don't think they're at the same level as WWE, but they're in the conversation. And he wasn't able to sign a contract with them. So maybe he's demanding too much here, and they may not. Because why would you not bring bring him in with two weeks remaining? And then imagine next week, you know he's going to show up again and, yeah. and the week after. And you're waiting for, you know, Monday Night Raw, whatever. It goes through the roof because you know everybody's expecting him to come and and you know be because if you bring him just on WrestleMania, WrestleMania does not need any introduction or any you know uh, special. Oh, I'm I'm gonna watch if this guy's gonna come. People are still gonna watch WrestleMania that may not even watch WrestleMania yeah, at yeah. all. Uh, or you know if this is one event that they watch every year, it may be that. So. Yeah. I think they dropped the ball, but, you know, you got two more weeks. They should have brought him mm-hmm. in. It was a perfect setup this week uh, with, you know, Seth losing. And then, uh, but anyways, I, I don't know where they're heading, but I, I honestly, at this point, I'm thinking there may be some sort of a contract uh, dispute where, you know, he was demanding too much from AEW, uh, which I think it was well-deserved. Um, but, uh, he may be demanding too much here uh, yeah. for WWE to, to bring him back. Yeah, there's been a lot of reports, like you said, yeah, about contract issues, and no one knows where he's going to go, and that's a mystery. But I honestly do think that, and I, I truly believe 100% that he's coming WrestleMania. Like, the, you can't every single week be teasing this. Edge coming out and saying stuff like that. Earlier in the show, 
Damien Priest in a match against Finn Balor used the crossroads. Like, hey, that's his finisher. Like, and then I think Commander Aziz during his entrance, Jimmy Smith said, the Colossus of Rhodes. Like, this is just, mm-hmm. this is just crazy to me. Like, they keep on doing this, keep on doing this. And yeah, they're going to hold off. And you're probably going to see more teases next week. Like, this is all leading. And I think Cody's smart too. Like, Cody probably thinks, yeah, I'm coming out of WrestleMania because, you know, this is going to be huge. This is huge for me. Everyone's che- chanting my names during a Seth Rollins promo. And the match is going to be great. The match is going to be 100% amazing. And I'm looking forward to that. But I do think Cody comes out at WrestleMania. And obviously, Seth Rollins, you know, he's going to probably do something. And then they're going to have a great match. And Cody Rhodes comes out the night after. And, you know, does his promo that I'm back home. But we'll see how that plays out. But I think, you know, all this teasing, Vince would not do this. There's no way. I think he's he's definitely got this. But, Dad, any last words for the for the Cody Rhodes part of the, of this podcast? Well, you know, I think so. I'm I'm a little confused. So, are they expecting that if they save him for the WWE, uh, sorry, for WrestleMania, are you know there's going to be tons of fans that are going to say, uh, "Let me buy the network." Is it on there, or is it a you know? Uh, but you know, you you've got to build a product. Uh, leading, you know, and they've always done it. That's why I'm shocked. You know, like I, I, I honestly was expecting him two weeks ago to show up. Yeah. Not last week, the week before. And and that's how they've always done it. And, uh, you know, whether it was the rock with Cena, you know, they were coming out singing all this stuff. That's what draws the crowd and brings attention to the thing. But, um, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking this year. Um, yeah. But but uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah, you're right. If you want to have that big match and people be like, oh, maybe Cody Rhodes will tune in. Maybe on the last Monday Night Raw before, you have him come out quickly and maybe just stare down Seth and then leave. Like that's all you. Maybe something small like that, so people know. Okay, Cody and Seth is happening. But we'll see how that plays out. That's all we can do. Speculate. Um, we'll see how it goes. But I, I'm. 99% sure this is going to be the match of WrestleMania. Like, th- there's just no way. And I'm looking forward to it because I'm big on Cody Rhodes. You know, he, I think he did go wrong in his first run. And like Drew McIntyre said, you know, I wanted to correct my first WWE wrong. I failed. And I think he probably wants to do the same. You know, he didn't do so well. Maybe it's not so much on Cody Rhodes' part, but maybe the, the creative. But he has a chance to come back and, and right that wrong. I think Vince is going to treat him. And I think he knows that, you know, he's one of the great minds and, he, and he's great in the ring. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but Biggie Langston is what he was known as. Now we know him as Biggie. Um, there was a match during Friday Night SmackDown between him and Kofi versus she- Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Um, and this kicked off Friday SmackDown. Now you could visibly see Ridge Holland delivering a belly belly to suplex on Biggie. And Biggie didn't like fully bring his back, like rotate his back out. And he took that belly to belly straight on his head, straight on his head. And it was reported shortly after that he has broke his neck. And he did post on his social media saying, I can't thank you, uh, beautiful people, enough for your concern, for your messages. It's very heartwarming. I can't move all my fingers. You can see that. It's nice. That's always a good thing. Oh, sorry. I can move all my fingers. Um, strength feels fine. But unfortunately, right now, they tell me my neck is broken. I'll be all right. I'll be good. Don't worry. Now, this is scary because it, like, it's a broken neck, right? And you never know. Is he going to wrestle? But if he's saying he's going to be okay, we'll see. But they just got to take their time with this and be cautious, cautious because that was a scary moment. Like, he got dropped on his head, and I'm surprised the match actually continued. They didn't, like, quickly go to the finish. 
Um, but that was that. And that I, I, you've seen the video. What did you t- think of that? You know, that happened a similar moment where um, I believe it was Madcap Moss during the crown jewel got dropped on his head too. So that's twice, you know, they got to maybe the, and it's been a few of the newer guys maybe need to, you know, take it a little bit easier, but I'm glad, you know, Ridge Holland, he's a young, young guy. Um, there's no heat on him. And everyone is saying that they're treating like an accident. So I'm glad, you know, he probably feels horrible. Like, honestly, I feel bad for the guy that he was in that spot that, you know, the move didn't go well, but it's, it's wrestling, right? Everyone says wrestling's fake, but stuff like this happens. But dad, what, what do you think of, you know, Biggie and, and his neck, broken neck? Yeah. You know what? Look, accidents uh, happen. Uh, yeah. I saw the video and, uh, you know, it looks bad. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, he's 36 years old. Um, you know, uh, these kind of injuries, mind you, he's, he's got a big neck <laughs> so yeah, for yeah. it to break. Um, and his, his, his body is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's got a toll, take a toll on, you know, all the, uh, uh <laughs> everything in his neck. Yeah. Um, but, um, do I see him coming back? Uh, I, I don't think so because I think, yeah. um, you know, he, like I said, he's 36 years old. These kind of injuries to strengthen your neck back and to be able to perform at that level. Yep. And it takes a lot. Um, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's unfortunate, but, um, yeah, you know, it, I, I don't know. It's, it's scary, but uh, uh, hopefully he comes back. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I think it's going to be tough. Yeah, it is. From the video, it looked uh, like, you know, that, that was a lot of weight. He's a big boy, uh, yeah. you know, and landing on that neck. Uh, so it, it looked bad. Yeah, and, and a lot of people from WWE and AEW, I'm glad, you know, they said they're hoping Biggie's okay. And it, it looks like it could be career-threatening. And, and he just won the world championship literally last year. So that kind of, you know, it sucks. Biggie, he's so entertaining. Like, everyone loves Biggie, and they know he's worked hard for this. So I'm hoping, obviously, with him too, things go well. And, um, yeah, we can we just got to see what happens with his, with his recovery because that, that was a scary moment. Um, but yeah. lastly, now... I've been waiting for this because we watched this pay-per-view and my dad literally had nothing good to say about the AEW pay-per-view. Now, AEW, they are growing and growing and growing. Like this is, they're closing in on WWE. Now I get it. The ratings and numbers. Yeah. Okay. They're not going to do WWE numbers, but Dave Meltzer said that AEW pay-per-view buys are in the 165,000 to 170,000 range. And that's the second biggest in AEW history. Now, if you look at their past pay-per-views, 98, 88, 80, 90, 105, I think one of my favorite matches is watching Jungle Boy. I know you know that Luke Perry's son in AEW. He's amazing and that tag team match. But I this is well deserved. You know, they are on fire right now. And they I, I like how they didn't conclude the show with, you know, usually they conclude AEW pay-per-views with someone coming out and debuting, but I'm glad that they ended it with Hangman Adam Page getting his celebration. But yeah, what do you think, you know, about these numbers? And I, I thought it was a great pay-per-view all around. Uh, honestly, I think, you know, they you know, because they're getting a little more popular, uh, they're getting away from what really got them popular. 
and don't fall into this normal where everything's predictable, what's going to happen, all this stuff. Um, and that's what I felt that day watching. Uh, and, you know, we had a good conversation when, while we were watching it. Um, it just, uh, I, I, I found that uh, the product and maybe it was just, you know, wrestlers missing their assignments, how it was supposed to be done. It just seemed too, you know, fake and, okay. un, you know, and predictable. So, uh, you know, I mean, WrestleMania gets, you know, um, 1.2, you know, a billion buys a year, you know, on a normal whatever. So uh, I just think that they, uh, you know, are falling into that trap that, okay, what, let's just go with what's the normal, but that's not what that got them here. You know, go do something different. And, uh, but yeah, you know what, Luke Perry's son, uh, amazing. Uh, uh, he, yeah, that, was a, that was a good match. And um, uh, I, they just, yeah, they just need to go with, you know, how they were being different, what brought them you know, into this attention. Um, they got some, you know, good up and coming stars, uh, and some older stars, obviously with CM Punk and everybody. Uh, but you know, use that. Uh, don't don't fall into the trap. I I I honestly thought that that day was everything was a little too predictable on what they did. Is why I said that it wasn't good. Like I, I don't know. I I disagree because there's a lot of instances where you thought that you know he's gonna okay they're waiting for him on the outside to make a dive and they move out of the way and then the tag part like there's okay i get what you're saying maybe some instances there was a few matches where okay yeah maybe it was but all around i think it was a great pay-per-view and what they're doing like i love cm puck and mjf that finish where you know wardlow comes out mjf is you know where's the ring where's the ring he wants to use his ring Wardlow accessing like he doesn't have it and then what does he do he leaves the ring out on the uh, on the he leaves the ring on the ring actually and uh CM Punk grabs it hits MJF with the ring and he beats MJF I'm hoping this leads to CM Punk for the for the world championship and you know you're gonna see MJF he's amazing on the mic Wardlow's that got that big big figure um and it looks like a Batista versus you know Triple H number two but it was a great pay-per-view um, but yeah, WrestleMania coming up, that's going to be huge. That obviously um, two nights as well. So we're looking forward to that. And we'll have obviously a Leafs talk um, this Thursday, which is like you're going to be maybe a trade deadline preview to see what's going to happen. And then we'll have promo school on Tuesday, obviously next week. But we'll have obviously, let's do a Monday show as well for Leafs talk because that's the day of the trade deadline. So we'll cover all the trade deadline stuff on the podcast for you guys and see how that goes. But dad, any last words for the podcast today? Promo school. Um, you know what? I, I wish uh, strength to uh, Razor Ramon. I'm always yeah. going to call him Razor Ramon to his yeah, family, yeah. Uh, his friends, his kids. Uh, you know, uh, honestly, I was greatly entertained by him when I was younger. Um, and yeah. uh, it's 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 sad and uh you know i miss him uh you know it's it's sad that uh you know he uh, uh lost his life so early uh, and uh it's i uh, hope uh, you know it doesn't happen to anybody else yeah yeah and, and the last thing you know his hall of fame speech he, he ended it amazingly you know he said bad times don't last but bad guys do like Everyone posting that on social media is just a great moment, obviously. Uh, Scott Hall, yeah. the Hall of Fame, that that's a great. If you guys haven't seen that, 
watched that. I believe it was Hall of Fame 2014 uh, for Razor Ramon there. But yeah, he, he was great for the industry and he, he obviously changed it. He made the bad guy, everyone says it, he made the bad guy seem cool. Oh, and that's, yeah, yeah, oh, and, yeah. And, and everyone, you know, cheers the bad guys these days, right? So you got to think about him. But yeah, obviously prayers to the family. It, it, it was tough, obviously, wrestling world, obviously on social media, you see all these legends, you know, mourning the loss of someone that, you know, they spent their career, like a guy like Kevin Nash, right? He spent most of his career with this man. And yeah, the, the, this was a crazy, crazy, crazy story to come out, guys. But yeah, that's going to be it for today, guys. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you later this week. Thank you, guys.